this. All right, well, here, I can introduce you now. We got Billy. Billy is here to talk and join Fresh Set of Downs. I made it! Hey! All right. Well, since we uh, glossed over the, or went through the Middletown, Milton Hershey, and you were there, Billy, uh, what were your thoughts about that game uh, last Thursday? My thoughts about that game, um, Middletown has a heck of a line, and they've got some stamina, uh, both sides of the ball. And I think that was the key in that game is their line was more conditioned, and they wore down the Middletown uh, offense and defense on the line. Now, Akamayu, boy, he's an athlete, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's, a, he's that guy, you know, Every you, you see them guys once in a while, he's that guy that when he touches the ball, you're holding your breath. You're like, what, what, uh, where's he going? You know, he's one of them. You know what I mean, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, and he did get that one uh, nice run there in the in the third quarter. I think that uh, yeah. you know got him in front. So uh, yeah, yeah, forty five yard run. That was a good run for him. But uh, it was a, it was a great time. It was nice to have Billy. Uh, you know, to saw how we uh, you know uh, make the donuts there on Thursday night, Friday night live, whatever the night live it is. Uh, whether it be Saturday, we might do some Saturday stuff here upcoming as well. But. Uh, um, just uh, moving on on some of our game recaps here. Uh, I was actually at the Harrisburg State College game. And all I can say is what a difference, you know, obviously you know, some chemistry makes. Um, I saw Coatesville-Harrisburg, you know, the first game of the year. Harrisburg is, my gosh, their defense is just incredible. Um, the athleticism and how they go to the ball, um, Keaton Ellis uh, did have a decent game for State College. I think he's the the, the Penn State recruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's the overall number one player in Pennsylvania right right now. Yeah. Well, he had you know he, we talked about him last week. He he has hit the elite elite status. Hmm. You can put him right there with uh, the Kane Eversons and those guys right now. He he's playing at that level. Yeah, they they you know uh, he had a a, a a very athletic interception. Uh, but they had pretty much kept him in check most okay. of the game. Um, and uh, Kane Everson, I mean, for uh, Harrisburg, just uh, tremendous in his leadership. I mean, that team just, he's not a big guy, right, but right. that team is on his shoulders. Right, I right, mean, right. offensively, defensively, um, and uh, just, uh, you know, it's easy to see why they're vaulting up the rankings because that team is really gelling. Right. And uh, you know they've got Everson has given that given them that deep passing game right. again. Yeah, Ken Everson, he's he's um uh definitely one of those guys that has changed a lot of things. So he's kind of keeping it rolling for them. And you know, like I talked to him a little bit ago, and he was just saying, you know, the, that first week he was still getting in shape. He was coming off the hamstring injury, so mm -hmm. he feels like he's in great shape. Uh, they have pieces on that defense. Uh, Jai Bernie. Um, Right now, getting in the back end. So every level, they have guys at every level. So, um, and, and, you know, right now is one of those guys back in the back end that he's not going to miss tackles. Guy Bernie, he's like a fire hydrant. He's stout. I mean, he's going to do his job. You have Andre White. Uh, I think he's the number three player in Pennsylvania. Uh, so um, they have talent over there. They, they have the athletes. So, you know, uh, they, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're absolutely getting it done. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if they can – you know, keep this thing rolling. Uh, they have, what, three more games left here. So it'll be interesting to see if they can stay focused, roll through these next two games, get in the playoffs, and go to work. I was just watching, as Joe Scott up there, the, right. uh, Keaton Ellis' highlights on screen there. He, right. had, he had one heck of a game, quite honestly, even though the, the team lost. Uh, 
one other, uh, you know, big game, actually. It seemed to kind of ignite this team, but uh, Cathedral Prep uh, pretty much handled McDowell 45-6. Yeah. Uh, to six. Um, that... That's a tough one. I mean, um, I, I keep wanting to say Cathedral Prep is back. I do. You know, I do have them in my rankings. Um, I just I want to see them play a team that will test them. They still have yet to play a decent team and win. Um, McDowell, I wouldn't call them the strong point of the Neary. Uh, they really don't have any big wins this year either. So it's just I, I'm waiting for that big win. Yeah, Jeanette uh, also had a big win there over O.L. Our Lady of Sacred yeah. Heart. Right, yeah. Our Lady of Sacred Heart. I was trying to come up with the right acronym right, for you, right, right. your Western acronym that you use, but that was a big I, that was a big win for them. I put that on there. Yeah, O.L.S.H., right? That's correct. And that's uh, correct. Clareton and, actually uh, had... I've talked about them before, and that's one... Uh, they've got uh, Tyler Bradley. He's the quarterback. He's the coach's son. He's a quarterback. Um, I don't think that puts those guys out of it at all. Um, the difference in that game was actually two pick sixes. That was the difference in the game. Mm. So uh, if those two pick sixes don't work, don't happen, those scores don't happen, and they're still in that game. Um, Clareton. Kind of had their way with Imani Christian. I think Imani came in with only one loss in that game. Yeah, Imani, like I said, I talked about that last week. Imani, I, you know, they've got some athletes, but I think they're a bit on the weak side. Um, they just don't have the numbers to uh, keep rolling, as you would say. Uh, it, it, it's hard for a team when you've got a lot of athletes out there, but they're playing all every, you know, they're playing every down, basically, is what they're doing. And that makes it hard on those guys, you know. You, you, even no matter what your athlete, how athletic you are, when you're playing guys that can sub, you get wore out, don't you, Daryl? Definitely. And then uh, Valley View, uh, you're for pretty familiar with them. I mean, uh, beating Western Wayne twenty to ten. Yeah, Western Wayne is a surprise team this year out of District Two. They do a good job up there every year. They're, you know, they, they're a mid, middle of the pack kind of team every year. But I'd say every three or four years, Western Wayne comes through and they have a good team. They're one of those uh, where you have to depend on every couple of years have a great class kind of school. Valley View is just they're 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 a machine and they're on a roll. And boy, up in uh, the Anthracite League, okay, the Anthracite League, mm -hmm. Tamaqua. Over North Schuylkill. Boy, what a battle that was. Uh, and our own Brian Tashinsky was there. I mean, he had uh, some great reports of that game. I mean, uh, what an outstanding effort by Tamaqua, um, you know, to, to take that one. I'll tell you what, Brian gets all the good games, doesn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, and he's got some good ones coming up this week, which we'll get into too. But, um, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I think we all do here. But anyway, uh, why don't we get into the state rankings here, Billy? There's been a few changes here between last week and this week. Yeah, uh, well, of course, you know, you got to start with 6A. And, uh, of course, we know State College lost, so we dropped them down to number 10. Uh, welcome to our countdown, Harrisburg, at number 9, uh, right in there. Uh, Downingtown East. What did they do this weekend? Boy, they um, – yeah, I think they won. Well, clearly they won. I, yeah. I wasn't exactly sure. 
Uh, I think they uh, they was one of the the Westchester teams yeah, that they, think, they, yeah, they beat last was, week. Yeah, it was a blowout. Right. yeah, they wanted to blow out. So yeah, those are the games that everybody moves up except for Coach Dull, St. Joe's Prep, and Pine Richland. Now North Allegheny moves up. Uh, they're a strong team. We talk a lot about the guys St. Joe's Prep and Coachville and Emmaus and Downingtown, but in North Penn especially we talked about, and, and they looked really strong this weekend. North Penn, but. Yeah. Uh, North Allegheny is really good. They're a good team. They've got some big options. Now, what about their schedule, Billy? When I was taking a look at, you know, some of that, it, it just did it looked like, uh, you know, uh, their schedule wasn't as strong as maybe as in years past or that the, the, the quality of their or the, the teams that they're playing are a bit down. Yeah, that's because uh, in, the, in the WPIAL, they really don't have a choice. They have to play all the 6A teams. And then they poked them in with a couple of 5A teams. And this year, they ended up with some pretty weak 5A teams on their schedule. Yeah. Uh, what I'd really like to see is the WPIAL say, hey, you know what? You guys don't have enough up there. So how about if you're really high in McDowell, you guys come down here playing our league? That would be the gentlemanly thing to do, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on now to uh, the 4A. And, uh, gosh, you got Clearfield in there at number two. Boy, what a team. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I've been on them all year long. Clearfield is good. And, ooh, what a battle we got coming up this weekend. Bald Eagle area and Clearfield, two of my top five teams in the rankings. Uh, two of our top five teams in the rankings. Yeah, that's that, that, that's going to be a battle, but uh, their quarterback just committed to Penn State. Wow. Penn State, yes. Wow, amazing. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah, Chris Summer, I'm, Isaac Rummery is a great guy. <laughs> I just called him Christian. That was a great story right there. The first time I met him, he was a freshman he was on the field, and I walked over to him and said, how you doing, Christian? Now, of course, his brother was, a, he played for uh, Boston College. He was one of the best guys in uh, to grace the Clearfield uniform, and he walked over to me and he said, uh, "By the way, my name's not Christian; it's Isaac." Wow! Wow! <laughs> so, I said to him in his article, and I wrote that in the article the other day. And he, he called me up and said, "I remember that. That's funny." And then his brother, of course, remembered it too. But uh, yeah, sign with us. He, he's he's going to play with uh, Red State. And that's wow. a good deal. Clearfield, so I can't remember the last time they've had somebody like that. And not meaning to gloss over 5A there, but Gateway seems to be firmly entrenched at number one. Did you guys see that score last week? What was uh, this? Is sep- uh, 70 to something? Do you know what was last week? 70? Regional. They beat them 63 to 7. Okay, so I was going to say, I thought it was 60-something. I mean, yeah. it's... It's somewhat difficult to gauge, uh, you know, some of these teams when they, you know, have those kind of scores. Uh, you don't know if they're running it up or whether or not, you know, their opponent is, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, under man. But in that particular case, it looked like Gateway just just outplayed them uh, that significantly. Well, I think Daryl can explain this more with his experience, but sometimes once the ball gets rolling, it's hard to hard, hard to ball, stop the ball from rolling. Yeah, especially some, you know, sometimes, especially with the running game. If you have a team, you're just more physical and you're dominating. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, I mean, sometimes I've been at t- games where, like, the JVs are in, and they're just that, that much better than the other team, and they just keep rolling. So 
sometimes it just happens. Um, but again, like like we talked about, seven, week seven, week eight, week nine, week ten, we're going to find out who everybody is, and then we get in the playoffs, it's going to really start separating everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Billy, on the you know two A and one A, what are some of the highlights? Well, I went out to watch uh, two of my rank, two of our ranked teams, uh, Bishop Guilfoyle and Richmond play, and. Uh, I think Richland is one of the best 2A teams in the state. They belong where they're at in our countdown in 2A. Uh, you have them ranked at number five in the state. They are that good. They've got a big, powerful line. The quarterback has great control. He's the kind of guy you would love to watch, Joe. You know, he has the big, wide shoulders, and he just steps back, and he can throw it. But he, he looks like a pocket passer that can run. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. His name is uh, Joe Hauser, and they've got two linemen who are really big linemen. He talked about before. Uh, it, that side of the line just controls them. And then on defense, they split them and put them on each end, and uh, they attack, and they're really good. As a matter of fact, at that game, for the second time this year, I gave a defensive slash offensive lineman the gate player game keeper. Wow. All right. Um... And from that, I might as well segue into, like, the games that uh, we've got this week. And, boy, it seems like as the season goes on, the games get bigger. You're Catholic, number 10 in the 2A rankings, buddy. I did. I saw that. Time to give those York teams some love because they're kicking some butt. So we got the York Catholic. We got them in there at number 10. I did see that, and I can't wait for, like, when DeLone Catholic and York Catholic yeah. kind of match up. That's going to be ma- – that might be the game of the year over there in the uh, York Adams. Yeah, definitely will. I think some of the York stuff is what got Bruce fired up before the <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. Did somebody talk about Capable again? No, 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 no. We're just uh, kind of going back and forth on, on uh, you know, my, my affinity for uh, building up the York Adams here in District 3. So everybody kind of gets on me about that, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I like the new teams in the rankings and, and teams like that doing good. I mean, when's the last time you heard all the York teams being talked about? Right. right, and when was the last time, you know, that uh, – you had, uh, you know, a York Adams team, you know, make it to a district final in District 3. Well, we haven't in a, in a while, but I've been rooting for one as long as I've been, uh, you know, doing fresh set of downs, which is really only two years, but uh, I, I, I still root for them all the time. All right, going into week, uh, week eight, um, we have some really terrific games. As you mentioned, Billy, uh, Brian's going to have his hands full there but all across um you know the state uh, uh the big one down in district one or the downtown's facing one another daryl right yeah I, th- I think after seeing it downtown west this last week i, I don't i don't think that's gonna be a, it's gonna be another blowout game i think he's gonna handle them uh pretty well um I, I don't think that's gonna be a close game at all that's interesting uh i you know i kind of look for a little bit of Bounce back on West there. I mean, they're the home team. Um, I think that, uh, you know, uh, I did see them earlier this year. I would expect the bounce back there, but I would expect that East would prevail there. Um, And a big game really here in uh, District 3. It's going to be really interesting to see 
whether Harrisburg can maintain that momentum with the long drive down to Chambersburg. Chambersburg at home, uh, despite that, that's a tough place to play. Uh, Chambersburg got some really um, good talent on that team this year, Darrell. What do you yeah. think about that one? Yeah, um, I think they do look good, but I think um, Harrisburg gets out on them quick, and I think it just, they just become overwhelming. Uh, whatever saying so like I just they, they really got to stay focused on this game this week but I, I think I, I see Harrisburg I see it being like maybe like a 30 to 10 game uh, but I think Harrisburg would be probably a little bit overwhelming for them Billy you alluded to the fact that probably one of the biggest games out west is that ball eagle uh, clearfield matchup it's one of the biggest games in the state right now uh, both teams are, are looking really good, and uh, that's a huge game. Phil and I are both going to that game. We're going to double team it. Uh, it's that big out here, so uh, that's it's going to be a fun game. Two really, really good quarterbacks uh, going head to head, and uh, I'm excited to see Jaden Jones going up against uh, Isaac Ramery, and that should be a good game. Uh, both defenses also play really good, so. Uh, we're, we're, we're hoping it's going to be a great game. It's a really big talking point out this way. So I, if you guys, if anybody out there listening is going to this game, you better get there before six o'clock, or you're going to be parking uh, on the middle of the highway. Well, the burning question that that I've got related to that game is Phil going to be tweeting? No, we're not going to let him do that. He doesn't have a picture on his Twitter. Come on, man. All right. <laughs> and that's kind of an inside joke, unfortunately, fans. But, uh, you know. Uh, our, our we have guys, an old school reporter named Phil Myers, everybody. He's listening right now. I know he is. I know he is, too. <laughs> that, that, that's why I had to say that. Phil, you got to start tweeting, buddy. All right. Yeah. Uh, another big game out your way, Lingonier Valley and uh, Northern Cambria. That really looks to be an interesting matchup. It should be an interesting matchup, but uh, 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 yeah, that game is usually closed for about a quarter, a quarter and a half. Lincolnshire Valley just, you know, they seem to pull away now. Northern Cambria gave them a battle a couple years ago, but you know, that Lincolnshire Valley is just in a different league than the rest of them. And, you know, I talked to Coach Vital. Uh, you know, of course, they've lost to Southern Columbia and they've lost to Dunmore. And what he does is he takes that and he learns from those experiences and he builds his team a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger. Now, when Dunmore beat him, he said he learned that his guys on the line have to get bigger. So when they went into their weight program, they worked on that and they got them, they got their line bigger. So uh, he does a good job there. I like Roger. He's a good friend of mine in uh, Ligonier Valley. Uh, I'm going to say Ligonier and Richmond are the two best teams in District 6 right now in 2A. Yeah, I got to see them when they played Dunmore and Hershey in the state tournament last year. And uh, that, you know, I was very impressed with just the, you know, the school and the support. You know, so much uh, about a school and their football program and their success revolves around the support of those teams by the community. And it just seemed like they had enormous support uh, by their fans uh, coming all the way out. Uh, to Hershey for that game. Um, they do. They have a really big fan base. They, they have a really, really big fan base, and it's strong and it's powerful. So uh, <clears throat> it's good. One of the other games that I noticed that you didn't put on there is uh, up in District 10, we've got a big one. Darksville uh, and Wilmington. Of course, Wilmington, but, uh, you know, they were the runner up last year. Sharpsville is a really good team. Now, they took a beat in earlier this season 
It's their lone loss, but they lost to a team that's ranked number one right now in Ohio. So that's going to be a good matchup up in District 10. And, uh, of course, one of the main, I guess the only other main uh, thing that you didn't have on there is Burgettstown and Mohawk play this weekend, and that's a big game on a Saturday night. We're going to have that one covered for Saturday afternoon. I'm sorry. 6-0 Burgettstown. Now last, they're on a run, and last year they surprised everybody by going undefeated until the, until the end of the year, until the end of the season. But uh, they play Mohawk. Now, Mohawk is a team that uh, knocks freedom the Freedom Bulldogs out of our ranking. That is the only big game in District 7. Wow. Wow. Um, I guess, you know, everybody down in District 12 looks for Archbishop Wood, St. Joe Prep every year. Daryl, what are your thoughts on that one? That's going to be interesting. Hello, Daryl. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure yet because I haven't seen St. Joe's at all. Um, but Archbishop Wood, I've, I've been able to see them play a little bit. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about St. Joe's. I heard what they're doing out there. So um, I think that's going to be a very, 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 very good game. But I think St. Joe's ended up pulling it out to end. But I, I think it has set it up for, again, whether Archbishop wins or loses that game, I think it's always going to do, like we've been talking about earlier in the year, just prepare them for the playoff. You know, because yeah. they don't have to see St. Joe's again. So them playing St. Joe's at this point in the season, all it's going to do is just show us who they are for the playoffs. So if St. Joe's loses, it kind of opened our eyes to a little thing, a couple things too. So uh, I think it'd be that type of game. Uh, yeah, they played over the weekend. Now they beat a pretty decent Archbishop Ryan team and knocked them out of our countdown. Yeah, I saw uh, that. So you know they beat them twenty-seven to seven. It was a good, solid game, and uh, Archbishop Floyd was in control of the game the whole way. I listened to it on the radio. Right, and then I saw that they lost to McDonough. So that's I think that's kind of why I'm ex- interested to see how they how they do against St. Joe's. Because uh, obviously St. Joe's going to be a very tough opponent, so it'll be interesting to see what they do against St. Joe's. That's yeah, interesting. I'm really interested to see what they do against LaSalle next week. You know, if St. Joe's beats them, that's kind of like a wash for them. They're in a different thing. But LaSalle, now that's that's a good judge of the game because St. Joe's gave LaSalle a good beat. And, and let's see what, uh, you know, we can also see what Wood does against LaSalle, too. Yeah, you know, Billy makes a good point. I mean, you know, right now, it's connect the dot time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, we're all looking, well, they played them, and they played them, and right. but they lost to them, but then that team beat them. Right, yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is that time of year where you're trying to make those rankings. My, my favorite thing every year is that mathematical transitive property of, well, this team beat this team, but this team beat this team, but this team beat these <laughs> yeah. And my, my buddy, my co-host in the Bulldog and I, Justin Raffoff, we talk about that all the time because right now, you know, just looking at a, a Wilson-focused thing, Wilson beat Town. Township, Township beat Dolphin, Dolphin beat Wilson. Oh, how do we do this now? We're in a circle here, and you know, right. I, I, all these, you know, all these divisions, all these districts go through the same thing. It doesn't always work out the way you think it's going to, right. and it's interesting because you know you get into matchups and coaching philosophy and whatnot, and some are better matchups for others. So you get this kind of cyclical uh, win-loss pattern going. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. That that that's the most fun about this time of year. And you know, uh, uh, since you're on the mic there, Joe. Um, you know, one of the things we were talking about was, you know, Mid-Penn and, and, and what have you, District 3. And, and Palmyra is hosting Milton Hershey. Uh, there's been a lot of debate on Palmyra. Um, you know, we've got them in our top ten. Um, they're undefeated. Some people uh, are looking at them saying, well, you know, strength of schedule isn't there. I mean, what's your thoughts? 
you know, it's always it's always tough when you have an undefeated team. You got to think, well, they've been able to conquer everything that's been thrown at them so far to date. You know, when you talk about Palmyra, um, you know, they've uh, been able to beat um, Steel High. You know, that's usually a team that you think is uh, pretty good, but I'm not sure Steel High is up as high as you uh, or as good as you think they would. They just beat up on Boiling Springs. But having Milton Hershey this week, this is the real test. It's Milton Hershey, as we talked about with Shane, is up there in the conversation for you know possibly a district title. So if Palmyra is the real deal, we're going to find out this week uh, with, with Milton Hershey, and they get him at home. So if they're going to make noise, if Palmyra is the real deal, and uh, Bruce, you mentioned before, we saw this last year from Palmyra. They started 7 or 8 no, and then they struggled down the stretch. You know, if they're going to rewrite the books here this year, it's going to happen this week against Milton Hershey and then in the season finale against Middletown. Yeah, it's crunch time. And, uh, you know, the final game that we've got, and it, boy, it's hard to find a bigger game, uh, you know, uh, over in District 11, and our buddy Brian's going to be there. Um, I think everybody will probably want to weigh in a little bit. This is probably the game of the uh, the of the uh, uh, week so far in PA, and that's, Emmaus hosting Bethlehem Freedom. I mean, these teams just historically just don't like each other. Um, the historically uh, strong programs. Um, Daryl, what you, what what are your thoughts on that game? Well, I, I it's going to be tough, but I think uh, like Bethlehem, I think they are back to what they were years ago. Um, but like like I said, there's a lot of rivalry. Emmaus is a tough team. Um, I had a young man that I, I, I trained a couple years ago that, that has moved on to college now. But uh, they're going to be a tough team. They're going to be ready to play. But that, that whole league we talked about at the beginning of the year, that's a very good, competitive, tough league. They put a lot of guys in the NFL. Obviously, we uh, Saquon's come out of that league, out of Whitehall. So it's a very tough league. So it's one of those games. I think Bethlehem may pull it out. But you definitely can't um, doubt uh, what Amaze has coming. So I think it's going to be a very, very, very good game. Um, so we, I guess we'll have to see after, especially after the Mayors beat Allentown Central Catholic and dominated them. Um, that's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, Billy, what are your thoughts on that one? <laughs> I, I, I mean, like you said, this has always been two teams that just don't like each other. And, and you know, it's funny because you say that, and, and now you know this, like when you're on a team and it, and you, you're a sophomore, and you've never played against another team, but you have a hatred because you were taught we have to battle this team. And, you know, I, I, I honestly think this is going to be like a mid-scoring 28-25-27 kind of game. I think it's going to go back and forth a little. Uh, games like this always start off with a lot of momentum. Uh, they, the guys have a ton of adrenaline. They're out there. They're hitting right away, and then everything calms down. Or I could be wrong. Yeah, I think I think this game is going to tell us a lot about Emmaus. So I think if they pick up this win, and obviously they got Bethlehem Catholic coming too, mm -hmm. uh, that'll probably put them in, in in the state rankings if they get that done. And then they're going to be a force to, uh, to reckon with. Well, it's road. it's you know the key thing here. This is going to determine a lot for seeding for the postseason. Uh, I think that that's. You know, both of these let's be realistic here. Both of these teams are probably going to make it to the postseason. Yeah, definitely. But but how, you know, every single year, and Joe knows this as well as anybody, how important the seeding can be yes. in in yeah. in going through this process. So you know, the winner of this game really has a leg up. 
in you know advancing in the in the district championship. What do you think, Joe? Oh, for, for certain. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, we talked about a few weeks ago about teams that struggle early but hit their stride later, and that's all well and good. But it kind of puts you in position where now you're a better team, but you're a you know a higher number seed. And maybe you're better than those teams in the middle at three, four, five, but you're sitting there at six, seven, eight, and now you maybe have the better teams playing in the early round. That's why the early season is so important. You want to be hitting your stride later in the, the year, but struggles at the beginning of the season really put you in that hole and behind the eight ball there to uh, come out on top uh, because you are going to have to play a tougher team. And that, that's on, exactly right. On the flip side, you're a one or two team. You're like, man, you know. There's a team that's sitting there at nine and one, but there's also this team that we're playing now. Maybe they started one and two, or like or like Mifflin, zero oh and three. Mifflin could run the table, right. and I don't think anyone's going to want to be playing them in five A right. after an zero oh and three start. But then, what if they win seven in a row? Right. Like you really want to yeah. play them in the first round? And there's teams like that across the state every single year. So right. it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, come playoff time. Yeah. yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Last week, nobody or two weeks ago, I think you said it, nobody wants to meet Penn, North Penn, when they get when they get to the playoffs. No, 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 definitely not. Not at home. There, there, there's a, there's quite a few teams that way. And um, and this week, uh, Friday Night Live, our game is uh, Berks Catholic hosting uh, Schuylkill Valley. It's a Berks League game. Um, Berks Catholic comes in, um, you know, leading Section Two, of the Berks League, and uh, Schuylkill Valley. Uh, comes in uh, actually, uh, I think uh, tied with Burke's Catholic at top yeah. section two there, and actually just on the outside looking in to the district playoffs. So a, a lot uh, at stake at this game or for this game uh, between these two conference foes. Uh, Schuylkill Valley really a very good um, you know history of, of football there. It's going to be really interesting when these uh, when Burke's Catholic was uh, divided up between Central and Holy Name. Uh, Holy Name in Schuylkill Valley was, uh, you know, quite the matchup. So it's going to be interesting to see how these two uh, uh, conference foes match up. We'll have that game at uh, 7 o'clock on Friday night. Are you going to be uh, at uh, Berks Catholic this week, Daryl? Where are you uh, going to be? I'll be at uh, Manhattan Central County, Schuylkill Valley. Yeah, so I'll be – it's going to be <laughs> it's gonna be bittersweet because uh, uh, I've worked with Manhattan Central this year, and obviously County, Schuylkill Valley is my alma mater. So, you know, uh, a, a group – back in the, the 90s and 80s said, business is never personal. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, I got a uh, young man, uh, Yodi, out there, unbelievable uh -huh. offensive tackle. Yeah, uh, I met him yeah, over at Alvernia. Yeah, I was talking to him um, today, and he's like, you know, Coach, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to play out. I'm going to show out for you. So uh, it's going to be a great game. Um, I know they're going to be ready to play Man Central, but as we know, Man Central will be ready to play too. Council um, Valley, I think, did with the one loss. Uh, or did he just move? Uh, yeah, yeah, I they think just, they just lost. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, they just lost this week. So to Salenko, I think it was. Uh, so yeah. uh, it's going to be a very, very, very good game. Uh, so um, I'm interested to see how that goes this weekend. Uh, Joe, uh, uh, he's, he's really piling up some of those uh, lower lower offers. But you know, he's in my offer page every week. I talk to him every week too. He's a really good kid. He's yeah. really nice to talk to online. Yeah, Joe, where are you going to be at this week? Gee, where am I going this Friday? I, there's a lot of Wilson plays who? Uh, yeah, Wilson's traveling to Lidditz to take yeah. on Warwick, uh, who has game. been in and out of our uh, rankings in 5A. Now, they had been a 6A team for a while, now yeah. down to 5A this year. But Wilson coming off their uh, Gridiron Classic victory over Hempfield last week. They get to uh, go down to face, I believe, the highest scoring offense in all sections of the Lancaster Lebanon League. 
So they have a huge matchup there against uh, Ricketts and McCracken, the quarterback duo there. And then obviously, I hear they got some pretty big line prospects. In, oh, like, I, I don't, well, do you guys I don't remember know. what their name was? Yeah. Some guys. Some, some guy some named Richie, yeah. yeah. over 6'7, and the Co- brother 6'8. Yeah. yeah, his little brother, right? right, right yeah, right, right. he's like three inches taller than him. Right. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if uh, Wilson, Wilson here can pull it off. Uh, they uh, were able to beat Township two weeks ago, got through Hempfield last week, and now they got Warwick here. And this is, you know, can be viewed as a potential championship game um, for either team because if Wilson wins, they have to beat two teams that have been struggling of late to seal the crown, you know, uh, undisputed. Right. Warwick wins, you're in a three-way tie, and right. it could end the season that way. You know, we, that cyclical thing again, Warwick beats Wilson, Wilson beats Township, Township <laughs> beats Warwick. Right. You know, you're, you're in that. That's the, you know, that, that, that could very well happen. So we'll see. Um, but you know, Something tells me that Wilson's going to be ready. I'm not going to say they're going to win, but with the way they've played in some of the big games this year, you know, they came up short against Manheim Central. But we saw him take down Township, so this is their this is their next big test. Right. Billy, where are you going to be at this weekend? Me? Yeah, you going to? Yeah, be- we discussed that one. I'm going. I'm going over to over the mountain just to watch Clerpin and, and Bald Eagle battle. Hey, uh, you know, I want to make notice. No, uh, also, there is a huge, huge, and and it's you know not often we get to say this, but a gigantic game up in the Northern Tier area uh, this weekend. When uh, undefeated Wellsboro visits undefeated Canton, that's a huge, huge game mm-hmm. for District Four. That, that's it's just uh, it's unbelievable how good Wellsboro is as of late. The last couple of years, they've really turned that program around. They had a good class come through a couple of years ago, and Daryl, you know what that can do to a program when when, when you start winning. What does that do to a program, Daryl? Yeah, I mean, definitely like somewhere like we talked about Ephrata, you know. Uh, I mean, they went how many games in a row uh, losing, and all of a sudden now they're starting to turn that. Chambersburg is another example. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just the other year, they, get, they got beat by Harrisburg, like 80-something to nothing or 82 to 6 or something. So, uh, you think that's going to be payback? You think that's going to yeah, be in those oh, guys' oh, mind this yeah, week? Come on. They're definitely going to be ready to play. <laughs> so, I, I think you can't – of course, you got to favor Harrisburg in that game. But um, I, I think if you come out and they take them lightly, you know, and turn the ball over, a lot of things can happen. Like we saw last year, like Joe was talking about, the perfect storm when Harrisburg played Governor Mifflin and it rained. That was there. And that was it. I, I so, mean, I saw it happen. You know, so um, it, it's going to be interesting to happen. But a lot of, a lot of when you can build your pro- program, so to speak, from ground up, and you got guys buying in, like those kids not effort, and now you're going to have kids come, want to come out and play football. They probably should have played football because now they're starting to turn that program around. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Because it's got to be hard. Like a lot of these coaches, a lot of head coaches are they're teachers in these schools, and it has to be brutal to a coach seeing these kids walk the hallway knowing that they should be on your football team, and they're not. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of schools that way. You have to hope that, you know, somehow, some way, the light switch comes on, the momentum, you know, gets going, and, and you know, they get out for some football. But uh, anyway... Well, listen, gang, I think that does it for this week. Um, We have a lot of great games. Uh, We'll be recapping those here next Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. Fresh set of downs live here from PJ's Pub here in Redding, Pennsylvania. Thanks to Billy, uh, PA Football News, for hosting us. 
Joe, great job, uh, you know, getting all the graphics up there. I mean, yeah, the new that, thing with the schedules, wow. Well, I, I threw the schedules in there just because there wasn't video this week. I'm looking on the video yeah, sites, yeah. and there was none. I, I pulled up Keaton Ellis again because, you know, he's a freak, and I'm a Penn State fan, so I'm happy about that. Um, but there, there, the games, there were no recaps up. I, I, only, I think I only found one, and then I realized that it was the JV game. Right, I was right. like, what's going yeah. on? Hey, Where's all the from Milton Hershey, yeah. probably. <laughs> Let's make a public service announcement. Dear teams, use Max Preps. Thank you. Okay, Please absolutely. Get your video posted, Max Preps Huddle. I'll find it, but get it up there. Yeah. Please, please, please. For fresh set of downs, please. All right, well, listen, yeah. that's all for this week. Billy, thank you very much for uh, – for everything you do for this show, Daryl, uh, your insight is, uh, you know, obviously top notch. And Joe. I'll we'll have a full playoff breakdown next week, guys. Sounds good. Until then, 7 o'clock next Wednesday. Fresh set of downs. See ya. The clock is run out on this episode of PAFootballNews.com's Fresh Set of Downs. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PAFootballNews, at Batchley Bruce, at Double D Stokes 124, and at Coach Joe Mays. We'll return once again when those Friday night lights are ready to get switched back on.